0: Lord, for thy grace, that we thy dwelling place may be.
1: Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, a presentation of Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades, culminated his ministry with a 21 year book by book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called Life Study. This life study is the basis for our program today and includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's program.
2: Athanasius, referred to by many as the father of orthodoxy, said in the 4th century, God became a man to make man God. What did this champion of the Christian faith mean by such a striking statement? To find out more about this intriguing topic, stay with us for the next half hour. This is Matt Miller and Ron Kangas is with me for today's conclusion of the Life Study of Chronicles. Ron, thanks for coming into the studio for this important program.
1: Well, thanks for giving me an opportunity to fellowship with you about what has become one of the most crucial items in our ministry, even we refer to it, with sufficient basis as the high peak of the divine revelation. As strange as it may sound to some that are new to this, the Bible in its intrinsic significance reveals that in Christ, God became man, a human being, taking on human life and nature, so that in him we may become divine like God let's just say it outright God in life and nature not in the Godhead we're emphatically clear about this never to be worshipped never to be worshipped never to have those attributes of God which cannot be shared or communicated with creatures such as omnipresence earlier today I was in another city, in another country. Now I'm here in our studio in Anaheim. Right? Obviously not omnipresent, nor omniscient, nor omnipotent. Yet, if we really ponder the essential significance of regeneration, the divine birth, being born of God, born of the Spirit, born anew, born from above... We need to confess we are children of God. That's what first John says we are what love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God and we are. So we are attempting faithfully to draw out the implications of this in light of God's eternal economy. And when Brother Lee was carrying out the life study of First and Second Chronicles. This was a f- constantly emerging burden in the context of that life study, and that's why we are intensely focused on it. We want to be faithful to what Brother Lee shared, yet we would like to fellowship in such a way, to the best of our ability, we could clear away any misunderstanding, any false conceptions we're not trying to be daring or radical or provocative as things in themselves we simply want to squarely face the significance of the awesome truth that we have been born of god what does that mean what does that entail and how is that related to god's original purpose unfolded in genesis 126 that humankind would have God's image for his expression. How can we express God if we do not have the life and nature of God, I ask? How can we express God if we are not God in life and nature? If we do not have the element of God, if we're not constituted with the life and nature of God, yet we try to express God, that'll be a false expression. That'll be a mask. We have to be a certain kind of life, in order to express that life. Well, I'm anticipating some things, but there's honestly a lot in me regarding this. It's bubbling over. It's welling up. So I welcome and appreciate the opportunity, Matt, to fellowship with you and by extension to fellowship with Brother Lee in his speaking in a kind of triangular way that we can highlight some crucial matters related to the declaration of our brother, Athanasius, God became a man to make man God.
2: Well, Ron, thanks. That's a very good introduction to today's program, and I hope you've whet the appetite of some of our listeners so they'll stay with us for the rest of today's program.
1: I, I think we have piqued the interest of at least a number of our listeners.
2: You know, the title of today's program is The Resemblance of God and Man in Their Images and Likenesses. And so, This is really an important part in Witness Lee's ministry. And as you said, he was very focused on it at this point in his ministry. We're talking about Chronicles, and it seems like, how did he get on this subject? Well, this was heavily on his heart at the time. If the listeners wanted to go back on our website or get the program, they could hear the development of the quote from Athanasius in that program. But I appreciate your developing a little bit more for this one today. Philippians 3, Paul said, it's not burdensome for me to repeat, but for you, it's safe. Good word. Anyway, let's go to Witness Lee now and hear him from his sharing. And the date of this sharing was December 27th, 1994.
0: There was no mankind created by God in his creation. No mankind. Genesis 1 says clearly, God created birds. God created The fish, God created the beasts, God created the kettles, God created insects after their kinds. Cattle have their kind, birds have their kind, even the ants have their kind. Everyone is after his kind, but no mankind. Then what kind is man? God. How do you know after God's kind? Because God created something in His own image, after His own likeness. What is this? This is God. God said, Let us, the Divine Trinity, make man. But in Hebrew, that is not the word for man. What word? Adam. A-D-I-M, the Hebrew word. Eventually, this word became Adam. Adam means what? Red clay. God made a piece of clay in red in his own image. And after his likeness, what is this? At least you would say, this is a figure of God. God created something according to himself. God made some reproduction. If that day God made 10,000 pieces of clay in his image after his likeness, what are these? Are these man? At that time in human history, there's not such a word man. <laughs> what are these? Tell you what are these. Maybe you're a very careful person would not say, These are gods. You would say, These are seizures of God. These are the mass reproduction of God. What God made here is after his own kind. God kind. So we are God's kind.
2: We are God's kind. Ron, I'm sure this statement is very striking to someone who's listening right now and maybe even offensive to them. So I'd like to stop right here and ask you to maybe help them out a little bit.
1: It should be striking. It need not be offensive. We are now speaking of humanity in God's creation, humankind in God's creation. There is a principle that applies to so many forms of the higher created life. They are after their own kind. Right. So, horses are after the horse kind. They're created according to their own kind, not to some other kind. We should expect that with humanity, the principle would be the same, that... Man, humankind, mankind, would be according to its own kind. But it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. Let us make man, or as we saw literally, Adam, red clay, in our image. So humanity was created after God's kind. We say that based upon the words, our image. So with humanity, what you have is not a created being after its own kind, but a created being, and it's unique in this regard, after God's kind. This does not mean that human beings have the element of God in them through creation, in virtue of creation. Even though God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into him the breath of life and man became a living soul, that breath of life is neither the life of God nor the nature of God nor the Spirit of God. But the point we're emphasizing is that we were created in the image of God. This is the reason, Brother Lee says, and I agree with him fully and would repeat and reinforce his word, God did not create mankind, meaning man according to his own kind. It was in the fall away from God that man lived out from himself and truly became mankind. Human beings after their own kind, not after God's kind. The fact that God created humanity according to God's kind by creating humanity in his image indicates that God wants to be expressed through humanity. In order for there to be the expression of God in humanity, there must be a very close similarity between humanity and God. There is a similarity by creation itself, but the new creation, regeneration, brings into humanity the life and nature of God. That's more than similarity. That is sameness. That is congruence being exactly the same in life and nature, by being exactly the same as God in life and nature, we are then qualified to fulfill Genesis one twenty six. In reality, to express God by being filled and saturated with Christ, who is the image of God. So to recapitulate, God did not create mankind humanity after its own kind. God created humanity according to God's own kind, that is, according to God's own image, so that humanity, man, humankind, could express God in glory. This is what's on God's heart. This is God's purpose. And this is the goal of God's economy. And this is the burden of this ministry. Well,
2: Ron, I can really tell, like you said earlier, that you're overflowing with this subject. I feel like just scratching the surface and you you bleed this topic. It's very encouraging. I really uh, hope our listeners can feel that coming through the airwaves right now.
1: Well, we trust in the Spirit to give the proper impression to the seeking ones among God's children.
2: Well, let's go on because we've got a really good conclusion. We don't want to run out of time for this last portion. Witness Lee is going to cover a few verses from the book of Revelation, and I'd like to read them to give our listeners a head start. Revelation 4, 2 and 3 say, Immediately I was in spirit, and behold, there was a throne set in heaven, and upon the throne there was one sitting. And he who was sitting was like a jasper stone and a sardius in appearance. Then, later on, speaking of the new Jerusalem, the bride of Christ, the Apostle John says in Revelation twenty-one eleven, having the glory of God, her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Let's join Witness Lee for the conclusion of our life study today.
0: Eventually the result is this, in New Jerusalem. Listen to, and he God, who are seating was like a jasper stone. God sitting in the throne was like a piece of jasper stone. This is God. Then the New Jerusalem's light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone. And the building work of its wall was jasper. And the first foundation of the wall was jasper. The wall was jasper. The first foundation of the wall of Jasper. And the light is the light of Jasper. A God on the trunk is Jasper. Hallelujah. See, eventually God and man, man and God, oh, look at Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the Bible. From Genesis 1 to Revelation 21. I read the Bible close to 70 years. Oh, the confusion. Eventually, you don't know who is God, who is man. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the conclusion of the Bible. And the consummation of that boy is just the big Jerusalem. A God in the Jerusalem. You look at it, Jasper, just all Jasper. Millions of pieces of Jasper. And God is Jasper, everything is Jasper. This is divinity mingled with humanity. Divinity becomes humanity's dwelling place. And humanity becomes divinity's home. Who can fathom to the uttermost? No one. But anyhow, we can or we cannot, we'll be there. And we are on the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are in the process to be made a piece of God. Amen. Looking the same as God, Jasper. From Ron, the people ask, what's your name? Jasper.
2: <laughs> okay, Ron, or should I say, what is your name?
1: And I think I should say, I am a natural Ron who, by the grace of God, has become a regenerated Ron who is in the process of becoming Jasper Ron. Just as you are a regenerated Matt becoming a Jasper Matt, transformed into the Lord's image to express him. A couple comments here. The focal point of the burden in this segment that we just heard is that by the time we arrive at the New Jerusalem, both God and the Holy City, and that Holy City is the totality of all the sons of God, both God and the New Jerusalem look like Jasper. God on the throne has the appearance of Jasper. The Holy City has the appearance of jasper. Its light is like jasper. The wall is built with jasper. The first foundation of the city is jasper. God is jasper in appearance. Man is jasper in appearance. This is the meaning of a statement that could be misunderstood, that it's hard to tell in this context. Is this God? Is this man? We're not confusing the Godhead with humanity. We're not saying we don't know who God is to be worshipped and who humanity is to be a creature as part of the new creation. We're saying we now have a corporate entity that is saturated with God and that expresses God. God looks like Jasper. The city looks like Jasper. The Jasper God and the Jasper city in God's economy, are now one entity. So, from this point of view, it's hard, even impossible, to say, well, which part of it is the Jasper God and which part of it is the Jasper humanity? The Jasper God is expressed through the Jasper humanity. The Jasper humanity looks just like the Jasper God. This is the fulfillment the ultimate fulfillment of Genesis 1, where the God of glory is now expressed in redeemed, regenerated, transformed, glorified humanity. When you see this corporate entity, you see God expressed. This corporate entity is God, not in the Godhead, not as an object of worship, but in life, nature, constitution, appearance, and expression. In the expression, God and man are one to such an extent that I'm emphasizing, in the expression, it's hard to say. Even you get confused if you try to say which part of the jasper is God, which part of the jasper is redeemed humanity. Their one corporate entity, yet we would add God in His Godhead alone is on the throne of sovereignty. He forever will be the object of our worship. He will forever be the omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent God. He will forever be the I am, the ever existing and self existing one. But in every possible way, short of the Godhead, short of the unique, incommunicable attributes of God, short of God as an object of worship, we will be the same as he is. We, his sons, born of him, will be the same as he is in life and nature and expression. We will be like him in expression, that is Jasper, because we are the same as he is in life and nature. This is the high peak of the divine revelation in the Scriptures. And we believe, sooner or later, the seeking ones among God's children, and then all of God's children who will eventually become seeking ones, will realize we were created in God's image to express Him. We were redeemed from our fallen condition and brought back to God. Now, based upon redemption and regeneration, which brings in the life and nature of God, we are being transformed into his image. We are being conformed to the image of the firstborn son. We will be glorified. We will have a body just like the Lord's glorified body. We will be like him because we will see him as he is. You put all of that together, you can sum it up in one word, jasper. We are becoming jasper, We are becoming the expression of the wonderful God who has imparted His life and nature into us. Yes, Matt, we are becoming God in life, in nature, and expression. The more we become Him in this way, the more we will realize His unique Godhead, His majesty, His transcendence, His sovereignty his self-existence, and we, his sons, will forever worship him, praise him, enjoy him, and express him. And when the universe sees that expression, they will see Jasper, the corporate expression of God, God expressed in humanity. This is the goal of God's economy. And to say it again, this is the burden of this ministry.
2: Ron, I can really testify that you're overflowing with a goodly matter, but we're going to have to cap it here because the times run out. Uh, I couldn't help but add a verse though, in Galatians 2:20, when you talk about this confusion—is it God or man? When Apostle Paul said, "It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me." Is it Christ or is it Paul? It's Jasper. Ron, really glad you were here with us for today's vital program.
1: I'm even happier now than when we started. It is a joy to fellowship about this central matter in God's economy.
2: Well, I hope that you've also shared in that happiness and revival. We appreciate you staying with us today for such a critical program. And it concludes our Life Study of Chronicles. If you'd like to get more information, you can call us at 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's one 543 3788 On behalf of Ron Kangas, this is Matt Miller. Thanks for listening today.
1: listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. To discover more of what Living Stream has to offer, please visit ministrybooks.org. From there you'll be able to read over 600 titles by Witness Lee and Watchman Nee online and free of charge. Again, the website ministrybooks.org. Thanks for listening today.